Yes, sir. Welcome to the AURN podcast. And I'm here. I just had to have a moment to say that. Finally. That's right. That's God right. Late. That's right. They, they kept me in the closet. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but the original trio is back. Woo! You know, um, I'm, I'm Jay Hall. I got to introduce myself again because it be like that sometimes. Hello to the beautiful Star Rock. Star Rock. Yeah. And your earrings are fly, too. We wanted to tell you yeah. that. Uh, Woman-owned business. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. y'all gonna have to check out like depending on how you listening to this, if y'all not watching it, y'all gonna have to check out the video on YouTube so you can see these fly earrings. Yeah, they are so, fly. Yeah, you you got a cool. <laughs> a black unicorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello to you too, brother. It's yeah, been a it's your boy Jonathan Elias. It has been a minute. We have missed you here. Appreciate you, man. I, yeah. I appreciate we, you. Yeah, we I really saw Creed not too long ago, so I'm feeling real brotherly. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So right. Brothers give, I'm like, I'm receiving yeah. it, man. There you go. Listen, you. we giving it. Thank you. Yeah, I right. know, right? right. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I need to be missed sometimes. So yeah. I know. So no, I know. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, how's everybody doing? How's everybody life? Life in. <laughs> okay. It, it yeah. is. Um, we we not even gonna make no secret about it. We are coming fresh off the Oscars from last night. Yes. Um, Jonathan was at the after party. I so was not. Be blessed <laughs> 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 I would not have been here. So tell us, was Angela Bassett venting last night? Listen, party? she 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 did the thing, but um, yeah, she was. I I I'm already know. <sighs> Listen, Auntie should have listened. Right, the, right, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. No, no, we, but, we, can, we can. Let's start. But like, man, the look in her. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, your, your reaction to her reaction was what? Just hurt. Mm. It was. It was hurt. Yeah, I, I, my my reaction was just like, damn. Like you could really tell that she knew that she had the chance, you know, and I think everybody else did, which is why they had, what's her name, you know, um, the lady who did the Angela Bassett did the thing, and I can't remember her name right now, unfortunately, because she won an Oscar. She did, last last year, she did, Uh first um, woman of LGBTQ colored or some, Mm -hmm. you know, to win that that, um, thing, so which was really dope, but it was a moment that was supposed to be had that did not have it, and it was very hurtful. And I changed the channel shortly after that. Same that here. That was your reaction. You that changed the channel. Same here. Okay. Same. I was like, oh, because I mean, you know, no shade to um, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. She deserved it too. She. she it too, was a great. You know who we bro. for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You know, the Oscars have this history that when we find ourselves rooting for this one particular actor, they tend to give it to somebody who's, like, been around for a long time and never really got their Oscar before. Right, You right. know, I, um, I was doing some research before then. I remember slightly, but I was reading, everybody was looking forward to Samuel Jackson winning for Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they gave it to this um, older mm-hmm. um, Caucasian male at the time who was in some film who had been around for a long time. Like, they okay. literally have a track record mm. of doing it. Now, I don't know if Jamie Lee Curtis have ever done anything Oscar-worthy worthy that people were upset about besides hiding in the closet for Michael Myers, but... <laughs> Freaky Friday. <laughs> we, yeah, maybe, you know. I'm just playing. What, what she won for? That, um, that, everything, everything, all the way. And I actually, I actually that saw was, that movie. That was good. I, that, the movie itself was excellent. It was ridiculous. It was, and she. Really I felt like I was on crystal it. meth when I was watching that. Like yeah. my head, my brain Wait, was what all you know kind of crystal meth is like, brother. I don't know if how, but like if that's how, like, yeah, that's exactly how we don't do drugs like. here. That's what it is. I'm like, <laughs> literally, every every hallucinogen or whatever, I felt like I was on it. Yeah, it was. I mean, I have done Molly before, but. I mean, I mean, just, I mean, Molly, ma'am, if that's who your, your yeah. friends are, I'm trying to save you here. <laughs> Listen, we've all lived. Yeah, we've yeah. all lived. Look, 
<laughs> the worst you did the was worst edible. I did was edible. Me, my body does not like foreign substances. So even without like liquor, I'm very much a lightweight. Like uh, it just makes me feel cool. Yeah, me too. So you would not fit in the Hollywood <laughs> Coke party because this is a cocaine table for what I heard. <laughs> no, I'd be like, Black <laughs> dust. Also, I grew up in Harlem, and I, you know, I was, I'm an '80s baby. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So I have a different. Yeah, nah, mm-hmm. oh no no that's <laughs> oh no 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 that ain't what we doing no 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 listen you know we've lived i i joke <laughs> no, about I'm it saying, like if i saw a table of coke i would just say okay y'all <laughs> yeah it's the same thing with me i came up in a different era the, the first time i saw because i like to feel like hollywood coke is different from regular coke yeah because yeah. hollywood coke <laughs> to yeah, quote cat exactly. williams they do it right in front of you they do and it is the, it is the wildest I've thing ever it. and it could be doing breakfast at a brunch yeah i have recreational you know, shout out to Angela Bassett. <laughs> it all comes together. Coke, Angela Bassett. <laughs> it all goes together. You have some of your best ideas. You know, people are changing no, yeah, mushrooms. I, a lot Therapy. of my friends. Yeah, but I've not tried that. Those stuff, stuff I'm scared of because, you know, because I just don't. Yeah. Well, the thing it's is, just, is that just, when you when you saw her face. <laughs> it felt like you were hallucinating. Uh, there you go. Because it's really seconds when they call someone's name. If yeah. I see her in person, I'm gonna feel like I'm hallucinating. She's and someone then, I've never seen in person. They were already tweeting that um, she should have been grateful and she should applaud it. And y'all should get get S-T-M. get a, yeah <laughs> right right. Which one was the more of an upset, Angela Bassett or Beyonce not getting album what? of the year? Is it no Angela Bassett? I, Angela Bassett. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, by far, because she deserved it for, at least for me, I think she deserved it more from What's Love Got to Do With It. I mean, you did your, you know, your viral clip, you know. Yeah, we're we're still hurt over What's Love Not to Do With It, her not winning the Oscar for that. And the the thing that's so wild is that, respectfully, the people who win over them, we don't even remember who these, what these Well, I do remember who it was. It was the piano. It was the deaf, the mute and deaf. Lady, what's her name? Mark. I forget what's her name. I think it was the movie was called The Piano, though. I'm like that. But she was like deaf. But the but the reason why we're doing this right now, right? Because because it's not Angela. That's my point. All right, you know what I mean. Like the reason why we're stuttering along, like some of these winners were like, "Yo, who won that?" We know the day, like when Kendra Lamar didn't win. Like I don't remember who won over him. I just know he didn't win. Right. And when Angela Bassett, she's been putting in work. And the thing I love about Angela Bassett is. Every movie doesn't have to be about her all the time. Right. She literally commands the stage every single time. Mm-hmm. But on a high note, Ruth E. Carter did win an Oscar, her second Oscar, and she's the only black woman to win two Oscars. In all that history, we're That's still celebrating crazy. first. And she went to That's Hampton. crazy. She did. She did. <laughs> and she won okay. it for Black Panther <laughs> 1 before, and she won it for oh, okay. um, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I said, okay. I'm trying to be, you know, nice. So, so shout out to her. It wasn't, it wasn't all technically bad, but Angela Bassett not winning. I mean, that's speech in Wakanda forever. Yeah. yeah. Have I not lost everything mm-hmm. and everything? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, I, I heard you on the last podcast when you was um, talking about Woman King about the accents yes. throwing you off. Yeah. How did you feel about Angela Bassett? Same. Okay, but you still want her to win. Yes. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> and there you go. Come on. Yeah. We, we, need, we, we got some work to do on these diasporic accents. Yes, and yes, yes. And I'm not just yes, talking about yes. African accents, Caribbean. Even like, because sometimes when I hear people on TV that I are mean, from New York, right, I'm like, what right. is this? <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine Guy on Harlem. Oh, I cannot God. stand that Jamaican accent. On what? On Harlem. Oh, Megan she's Good on Harlem. Okay. She's, 
they had Rick I Fox on there Rick that Fo- episode. He, he was doing it too. Stop. Like, oh, mm. Stop. So even with that, when you have that criticism, you're able to still see that. Oh, absolutely. But then you're still able to say, yo, this performance should have won. Yeah. Should we still care is my question when it comes to these Oscars. Should we still care? We have all these other awards. Yes, we should. Right? We got um, Essence Awards. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, NAACP's. All shows are lit. I've never been to the Oscars. I have been to some BET Awards. I've been to BET, Soul Train. Okay. So should we still care? Yes, we should. Okay. Why? Because, I mean, at, at that point, like, when you throw in Oscar-nominated or Oscar-winning, you know, Grammy-nominated, Grammy-winning, like, they, that's lit. they don't say BET Award-nominated, mm-hmm. you know? That that accolade right there, that, that title literally will get you a whole new career, you okay. know? So it's respected everywhere. Um, it's unfortunate that we have to care about it like that, but we, we do have to care about it. Okay, Star, should we still care? Um, right. So, yeah, it's, it's it, this is a hard this is a hard one. Um, ultimately, you shouldn't, but I mean, I live in reality. It's reality. Yeah, yeah, the reality is, you do care. You, um, if you're an actor, you want to, because like when you get awards, then that means you're the standard. So like other actors coming up, when they're studying who to to, to emulate mm-hmm. or who to take cues from, oh, this is this Oscar award winning actress and I should look at how she how she does breath control, how she does continuity or whatever the different things and so in short, yes. I personally don't <laughs> but Do um, you not? You, but you know what yeah I'm saying I don't but Right. I'm That's the thing. You know, it's, we it's, all say that and it's like why? Because if yeah. So right. I I'll I'll say this, right, from a culture standpoint, when you look back on some of the classic movies that we love, like Best Man technically didn't premiere number one, didn't make a lot of movies, right. but it's had, as a franchise, we're, yeah. we're all locked in, in right? In context of the culture, sorry to cut you off, but no, you that ain't. is very true. It's cool. I don't think there's anything wrong. I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to be a black actor, or I don't, you know, don't want to be seen as... Mm-hmm. And I get it. You want to be in a bunch of different types of projects. Yeah. But I think black culture, it's real. And sometimes we don't want people who don't understand it judging and grading and yeah there's a lane i'm only i was only leading to that you know from a culture standpoint we still love them but i do feel like if you're going to say that this is for everybody that's why i'm holding you accountable for it right Right. so if your awards was called like at the country music awards i'm not looking for jay-z to win because they're telling me this is for country music right right? so if you're telling me that the oscar is supposed to be for everyone i'm forever going to hold you accountable now if you say yo this is the white oscars you you may have some issues but you know that's just how i feel but it's all about accountability when it comes to that angela bassett won't forever be a queen regardless right so it's our celebration for her is always going to continue yes and speaking of celebration we are sitting in Women's History Month Woo! right now as we speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so what's the history of it, though? You, you Women's History Month? Well, I was Googling on my way here <laughs> because on the thread we was all saying, what's the origin? And it started off, from my understanding and paraphrasing, as a Women's History Week first. Got it. Right? And first, I think it was in, like, 1911, and then it was, like, silent all the way up until the 60s, and someone or an activist had brought it back up. And then it was being celebrated for a week, um, President Former President Jimmy Carter had signed it for a week, and then it expanded to a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, just the same as, like, Black History Month, when, he's, when someone says, why we got to get these short months, mm-hmm. months, it's always the same thing. It's like there's a reasoning why 
the flag has been planted on these particular um, days. So that's that's the origin of it. And it's a start. I mean, people don't know a lot of things about women's history. Uh, a lot of reasons why women have been second class citizens since the founding of this country. Um, women didn't weren't even able to sign, get credit cards until 1974. <laughs> that's wild. Like that. We all know someone that was born in the 70s. Like it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. So, um, but yeah, and I want to segue into some of the the speaking of women. I am. You know, I've been getting compliments today. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> talking about these earrings. Uh, so these earrings. It's a rap too. Women's brand. Yeah. Rap. So this is, um, these are Melody Asani, small women-owned business, rap by a woman named Amija Jamil. And this, like, stellar cardigan is by Dressed in Lala. So these are all nice. women's brands. None of this was intentional, by the way. Like, this is just how I shop, how I dress. So shout out to small women's businesses. And speaking of small women's businesses, last week I went to a dinner um, hosted by a company called Weave Healthcare. I don't know if it's a women's business per se, but it's definitely like women are the faces of it. Mm -hmm. And the point of the dinner was um, kind of helping us in the room, like people in media, people in entertainment, because uh, Tanache was there, T.S. Madison was there, um, a model named Mars Lovejoy hosted and the point of it was to get us kind of started having conversations about, um, not to take a turn, but we, we do have to take a turn, about HIV and AIDS in the black community. Mm -hmm. Black people are still among the highest rates of, of diagnoses. Mm -hmm. um, that's even worse in the South. And it's even worse with black women. Um, and it's time that we, we, we do something about this. I mean, there are many factors for it. Lack of health care, lack of education, and stigma. Yeah. Um, there was a doctor there, Dr. Smith, Dr. Kimberly Smith, and she said a lot of her patients that she's encountered over the years were women who were in long-term relationships with men. So there's something that's amiss. We're not, yeah. and that's not the only group. That's not to like you know demonize any one particular group, but it's just the point is we need to have these conversations. So the program is risk to shoot. Um, I lost it. I gotta look it up. It's uh. I think it's um, it's a hashtag that we should be using if we are a part of this uh, discussion. Risk to reasons, oh. and what you can do is you can go to Vive Healthcare, download some workbooks. The workbooks come in different types, so that you can um, use one with yourself, use one with a partner, use one with your healthcare provider. And the whole point of it is to teach you how to think about who you are, what you like, how to combine discussions about desire and pleasure with your health care and how to open up these discussions with friends and what to say to a health care provider, how to find a health care provider that you feel listens to you and respects you. Because that's one part of it too, right? Like the racism in the healthcare care um, community. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because the stats are heartbreaking and we need to do something about it. We can do something about it. Um, another piece of this is policy. I'm not necessarily that well-versed in politics to go into that too deeply, but um, for sure holding our legislators accountable for the decisions they're making that affect healthcare, that affect us and the access to education. It's a lot. Mm. Um, but that is part of women's history, my everything you're saying. It's not a pivot at all because women suffering for, you know, catching AIDS from their partners, that's a real thing. I mean, it happened in my neighborhood. It happened in my neighborhood growing up. Women were catching STDs or catching AIDS from their husbands 
or from their long-term partners. And it's still going on to this day. That is a part of the history on top of the accomplishments. Us treating women better when it comes to their health care mm-hmm. and their choices and their right to protect and do with their bodies as please, that's a real thing, and that's part of the history right there. So I am glad that you brought that up. Thank you very much. No yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought we had a sound effect. Oh, we sound do. Effect. We <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're oh, laughing. Oh, just a laugh. Oh, you just laugh. Lord. Just like, it's just not you want to clap about it. Oh, please. Now you want to clap about it. What would you say something that we can do to honor Women's History Month moving forward continuously? Um, I think, so not to be that person, but I think women's history is really every day. I mean, of course, we can take advantage of the month when people are tuned into it to kind of um, think about something we can put forward. But I feel like everywhere around you, women are ex- are a treasure trove of information. Talk to your mom, talk to your grandma, talk to them about, like how I just said, like women couldn't even get it. I think the, the credit card act was for women was signed in 1974. Talk to them about what that was like, mm-hmm. right? Um, we need to get these stories and pass these stories on and just listen to women, like not on some fad stuff, but if someone, if a woman is saying, hey, this is misogynistic, and if you genuinely don't understand why, find out why <clears throat> and figure out how you can be better, how we can be better at communicating with each other. Like it's just about honesty and accountability for all of us, honestly. Yeah. You? What? How you feel about it, brother, as far as celebrating it, honoring it? I mean, listen, uh, I was raised by, I mean, I, I, you know, thank God had both parents, but mainly my mom, you know, and her sisters. So uh, anything to honor women, uh, I, I, for me, at least being first generation in the United States, uh, the way I would honor is to ask about my culture, the women behind um, my culture uh, with the Eritreans. Most of the soldiers were women. And I grew up um, with my mom being very active in the Eritrean, um, you know, the politics and stuff. And we would, I grew up remembering we would bring Eritrean women that were soldiers that were either blinded from explosions or, you know, they're very badly injured to where they brought them to America. And we would have them. Uh, at our house and kind of like get their life started. I remember growing up, go, I was in elementary school. We took Mana, her, that, that was her name. She was blind from an explosion, took her to like the blind school, got her situated, you know, got her whole life situated. So little stuff like that, I feel like, you know, especially if you have a culture, if you have um, a background where you can learn more about the women that kind of shaped their country or your country i think you, you know we need to take advantage and and learn just like you said talk to the talk to your parents if, yeah so for me i'm talking to the first generationals out there learn about your history learn about the women in your history because um those are stories that are buried but um i'm sure you can find you know a lot of stories and history behind it so yeah, it's always wild how growing up as men we are first witnessing black women do all these amazing mm-hmm, things, right? Mm-hmm. From wars from other mm-hmm, countries, right. from wars in the country. Mm-hmm. And then somehow when we become adults, we tend to forget that. Yeah. And it becomes this argument that she can't lead a household and the woman can't <laughs> do this. And it's like, yo, your mom really just fought yeah. the whole United States government 
yeah. to get this roof paid. And now all of a sudden she's not qualified right. to do all these things. And I'm, I try to find and I struggle. How does that get lost from witnessing that? You know, how does that get lost from seeing all these amazing black women do their thing and then becoming a full grown adult man and not even want to barely even acknowledge it and to become this gender conversation? Of course, mm. we all got different experiences. So I would never try to like match my experience all the way with yours. Just like same with us. We have similarities, but I won't try to completely match it. But to try to take away certain things that doesn't necessarily require a gender, like your leadership should be about your character, like mm-hmm. who you are, how do you navigate in these things? And you have a story, I have a story, and we witness that. And then you have men who come up of age and they're just like dismissive of that. They don't mm. want to hear it. They get mm. upset about it. They're angry about it. Oh, she's over too masculine and she's yeah. this and this. But it's like, yo, it's like, but there's a whole history going yeah. on. There's a present day history going on that's happening. That. And that's the part that's still, um, you know, with that. My try to move forward in Women History Month will be kind of what you said. Like, I recognize I was raised in a culture that was conditioned for me to behave a certain type of way, even before I became more aware of misogyny and sexism. Right. So even with me trying to advocate for that, I just I can still be checked. Yeah. Because there are times I might say or do something, right? And my homegirl will say, yo, what are you doing? And I got to lean in and listen. Or Mm -hmm. I might see something online. I'm like, that's not sexist. Oh, damn, that's sexist. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's just what it is. There was, um, this has happened off and on, but like every now and then you'll see this question on Twitter where a woman is asking other women how old they were when they started getting catcalled. And I would see like men in their replies like, this can't be true. Because people were like 11. 12. Um, that is very true. 12. That is very right. true. <laughs> so, stuff like that. Like, if we're You're nasty. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's dialogue. Honesty, dialogue, and, and, and it should stick. Like, I think sometimes people get caught up in, well, I I don't have rights either, or this happened okay. to me, and you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't foster conversation. Like, some, sometimes it's, it's good to know when it's time to just sit and listen. Mm-hmm. And Shut listen. up. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it. It shouldn't have to be this. These layers of like comparison in that. Right. You know, women have always been remarkable in my life, even when I ain't been shit. You know, even when I had to like get older and, and mature. I mean, women have literally carried me, been patient with me, grace and everything of that nature, right? And they keep giving me. I'm on my 65 second chance now. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to be a better person for all the women that contributed to my life. Right. So it's like it's a path and it's a journey that we all have to take in acknowledging that. But women's history should be celebrated all year. But there is something special about having that one benchmark to say, yo, you know, boom, and just say, yo, thank you. Yeah, for, that, for sure. That. You know what I mean? And that's, and, that, and that's a beautiful thing. So I, I I love it for it, although it would have been nice for Angela Bassett to kind of win that. Man. You know what I'm saying? We would have we capped out, like, really, really good. But have I'm pretty sure out. we all going to have our own celebration. She's still Angela Bassett when she, she woke is. up the next day. She's still going to be our queen, <laughs> and we're going to run out to see whatever film um, she's going to be in and that, you know. But moving. Before, but before we do. I was going to, yeah. Look. Y'all, y'all got to start giving Angela Bassett her flowers for an American dream because that wasn't in your video when she played Catherine oh, Jackson. That, All right. Wasn't that I'm sorry. That? That, see, I said Oscar. That was a movie. That was a TV movie. Guess what? So she should have won an Emmy for that. She should have. Okay. She should have. I'm not mad I, at I, I, want, I want y'all to know that. It was in my article that I wrote that's on AURN. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. Then we want you no more. Yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. you. Hey, that's one of my favorite 
favorite movies, man. Like that whole that whole series. Uh, the golly, yeah, it's, it's about two days. It takes about two days to watch that whole thing. But it does. Yeah, it's it worth does. it. So y'all check that out too. Yeah, that's that, all I but say. You, you're you're talking about it, but that's real. She's been in our culture for so man, long. So She's played much, these iconic dog. figures. I mean, it's like. Yo, she's she, gonna get her time. She's gonna get it, and we're gonna she, always honor her with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, she's 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 a, she's a legend. She's a legend, and on and continuing the path of legends. There was a legend that released a comedy special just a few weeks or a couple weeks ago, whenever this will air, mm-hmm. and that's the Chris Rock Selective Outrage comedy special. Man, oh man, and you know, as we're talking about what we were going to talk about on this. Episode, whatever you know, Yon thing. You you really this was this was this was like one of your first ones. I mean, so we'll get throw that to you. Yeah, real quick. you know, um, woo, it, 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 <laughs> that, that was a special. You know, what I mean, um, we we we've all been waiting to hear what Chris Rock is gonna say. Um, no, no. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people were You're ready. Right. A lot, you know, like just just waiting to hear just anything, you know, because he hadn't really. I mean, it is kind of weird, you know, to come out like a whole year just later with it. It's just, I uh, totally. Agree. I don't think so when it comes to that. Not not. I don't think a time has has passed. You know, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have been mad at him for waiting a, a little bit longer. He was already on tour. It's just, just mm. to provide context. He was already on tour. We might have forgotten when it was yeah. him and Kevin Hart. They were already on tour. He was he was already working material. Got you to do a special because he had the Netflix deal. Which Jesus, I wish Netflix would pass us a check because I just keep okay. hearing. You know what I'm saying? Come but on. he was already working a deal. Listen. So when that happened, that increased the hype. Yeah, to have people actually go to shows, and that's why some jokes were leaking, which I'm not a fan of because comedians yeah. work material yeah. live. A lot of them were intentional about having people. Not that's why mm-hmm. yeah that's why so i just wanted to provide that you know in that he was already on tour so this special was going to be what it is but uh, obviously there's been some switch yeah but i'm not gonna hold you i would have been even more disrespectful you slapped me okay. on national tv I, so so for the people that were like oh my god he did he cut in a little too deep and i would have been i would have been talking about your mother your grandmother <laughs> i would have been talking about everybody you slapped me on tv mm-hmm you you said that like I'm about to slap right. you. I'm not. I just want to let you know I'm over here. Listen, I'm pretty cool. I'm talking about Jada, not the man who slapped him. I mean, no, he talked about both. I mean, he talked about that. Well, and, and then I mean, him talking about Jada is basically selective it's, outrage it's because obsession. it's it's. I don't uh, see. It's not. All right, so how about this, Jonathan? You went into watching the special feeling what, and you came out of it feeling what? You know, I mean, I it was it was just really that whole situation was real tough for me because mm-hmm. I was on Will's side and then I thought about it and I was like well you took a lot you know you took a whole moment away from uh, Quest Love you you know you handled it the wrong way so I'm like okay I understand where you, you're you coming from but now I'm like damn we're adults and like you know now we got work you know we're, we have to be professional so I'm mm-hmm. like go. I was going back and forth I was never really on Chris Rock's side though. okay like he's annoying to me he's like the <laughs> parrot from Aladdin to me, like it's just ah wow, yeah, that's yeah. a hell of the parrot is annoying. But yeah, go ahead, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but like then I put myself in his shoes, and I'm like, because you do this, yeah, I do this, you know. But I'm not a comedian, but I do respect comedians because they have they have to, you know, hit it where you know sometimes it might be it's gonna be stuff that the normal person would not say, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. what they do. So, um, so it's just real difficult for me, you know, to. To, but like I mean, he he had to say what he had to say, and I, I, I 
it was a little tough to watch though. It was it was awkward for me. Okay. It was a little awkward. Okay. Star. Yeah. Um Chris Wag is not not the comedian for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't. just don't necessarily I think the the last thing I really found funny that he did, and this is so juvenile, like when he did that uh, no sex in the champagne room. Oh, so, oh wow! Like, honestly, that was a that long. That was yeah, wow. wow. I, like, I shouldn't even been watching that. Anyway, no, you should not. Um, right. <laughs> now that I really know what it means as an adult. <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you see how y'all you yeah. I'm like, what you watching? Right. <laughs> You're grounded um, forever, right? <laughs> I have, I have, not, not. I guess like layered feelings about the whole thing. Like, so when Chris Rock made the joke, I'm, you know, I was, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not someone who feels. I don't necessarily think. Comedians should be censored. Like I'm not not necessarily with that. Like even if they say things that I don't like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I just won't watch them again. Like that part. It, I'm That's not even gonna bother wasting time. You don't hate watch. Yeah, like I don't hate watch. Um, Will Smith, my only thing with him was he could have just waited for the after party. Like honestly, right? That's um, see? that's what he felt he needed to do. I'm not even gonna be like, oh, that was dead wrong. That was you know, you could like he just kind of ruined the whole yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Like could have just waited till the after party. Um. But Chris Rock, for me, waiting a whole year and then, like, the stuff that he said, it just, it didn't give. Like, it could have been, it could have been more ether. Like, if you want to go that way, I really want to. It could have been more ether, for but sure. I also don't and like he fucked up I, a joke. I, yeah, he, he messed up the joke. <laughs> and I just feel like he's coming from a malicious place. Like, it, it's giving. Well, what other place would you come from after you get... It well, that's slap. that's the thing about it, though, right? Well, no, I get that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if you, if you slap me, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, and that's why I say I don't think a year was too long. Well, first of all, you slap me, I'm slapping you back right there. So it's just gonna be hello. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm taking my mic and bop you in it. <laughs> 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 not, 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 if if I could, I was just saying that that's why I don't feel like a year was too long because to what you both just said, he obviously isn't ready to really talk about it completely. Right. You know what I mean? And in that moment, that was the one time where I saw something live as it happened. Like I was in a hotel room in Philly working a job and I saw that live and I don't know what I would have did. I'm not even going to lie to you. Right. I really don't know what I would have yeah. did because yeah. as someone who hosts or, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have did in that been moment. Have been in a physical altercation where someone like, like kind of sucker punch you or sucker. Absolutely. Hit you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. I got hit so hard one time. I didn't even know what we was fighting over. I totally <laughs> forgot because it came from a different direction. I was arguing with the guy yeah, in front of me. Yeah. And it was like here. boom, and same I said, like, "Yo, why we fighting, side. brother? I, you know, why we fighting?" Literally did the same thing. That happened. That happened to me at Made in America. I'll never forget. It was the year that Beyonce had performed. She had the shortcut, and um. I remember we were we were trying to get through a crowd to because Beyonce about to come on. And my best friend had a spot for us, and at, me and my homegirl Sierra, we walking, and some guy like pushed her and was like, "Hey, B," like, but said the you know the B word, and um, and I was like, "Why would you call her that?" And he was like, "What well, what you gonna do about it?" So I was like, um, <laughs> "Where's all this coming from?" And like I did get a little angry, and then um, as I started walking up. Somebody slapped me from the side and slapped my sunglasses off. Not the I said, sunglasses. I said, I said, I said, I said, I picked them up. I gave them to Sierra and I knocked both of them out. And then that was the last time I fought in public like that because somebody came up to me and was like, weren't you hosting 106 in Park? Literally right point. after that. And, and see that feeling that you have after all these years, right? And it still resonates yeah. with you in some form. It's definitely resonating with someone like a Chris Rock, you know? Yeah. And, and, and 
I had I, I feel like it was a, a trilogy. I read Will Smith's book, Will, then I saw the slap, and I'm seeing Chris Rock's selective outrage, mm-hmm. right? And Will Smith's book, he talks about how he had felt like a coward mm-hmm. his entire mm-hmm. life because he didn't defend his mother when his father was beating on him. And then he also admits that he was he had like a lot, a lot of bitch made you know, qualities in them because he's always pretending to be someone. So when right. I saw the slap, I saw like an explosion mm-hmm. of a yeah. man, right? I immediately yeah. saw that that was personal. Yeah, it was. The, yeah. I, I mean, and it wasn't about Chris. You right. know what I mean? Now, when I say in comparison, Chris Rock, you know, him being a legend, objectively speaking, right? He's a he's a legend in the culture as far as when it comes to comedy and the things he's done. Was this one for me like his best? I think Trampoline, uh, I think that was the one he mm-hmm. did before. I think that one was like, Excellent as far as like a growing process. This was far from his best. Wait, wait. No, I but been talking smack about Jada since the nineties. But see, here's the thing though: when it comes to that, that for me is still kind of up because everyone keeps saying that, but I don't ever see it. Oh no, right. no, like you know what I mean? And, and for me, there's an interview that she did on the Chris Rock show where he was, kind of, he was basically mocking her, and you could tell even there she was kind of like, like, can I get my okay? I mean, okay. it's there. And it's listen, there. listen, and, and I, I can't dispute any of that because so, I don't that was I don't know those people when it comes to that. And I do feel like if I get slapped, I'm effing you, F you and I your whole know. crew. Uh, I do have a Tupac in yeah, me okay. of like, you know, I probably would have went in on Jada, yeah. your mama, your mama's that's mama, what I said. the kids, listen, everybody. Everybody right? could catch and, it. And, what I, <laughs> and the part that's always bothering me is like everyone has these, I didn't realize how much of a, a cultural divide it had taken because everyone had yeah. this personal thing they standing yeah. on there, when there it comes to it. Involved. There is. Oh no, there's definitely misogyny in the ball, but you know, Will was acting like a bitch when it come to that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, 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 and he and he probably should have. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like if if you slap me and I feel a certain type of way, I understand to what Yonathan was saying, the anger going and I'm I'm mentioning everybody, everybody. in that. Like I I I'm get that. I'm still a work in progress. I'm having same I haven't here. Got, I haven't got to that part not, yet. I'm not saying that it was right. Yeah. And I mean, and I, and, I, and I thought the selective outrage <laughs> as a comedy special, I thought it was just, like, just good. Because I do think we yeah. in an era where if something's not a classic, it's trash. I just thought it was just good, but it's not something I'm going to argue for or remember or no. something like that. I need to watch again. And when I watch comedy shows, I don't laugh because I'm so engaged in what they're saying. I, I'm mm. slow when it comes to comedy. I have to watch things, like, four or five oh, times to really now, get it. They're doing more like a Dave Chappelle kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it has elevated, yeah. yeah. You're, you're not going to do the slapstick with some of these comedians, especially now that they're getting older. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, when I see the special itself and how he delivered it, you know, he made some some points. And I think it's something to be voice, watched again. And I get it. And I and I do feel like at this point, someone like a Chris Rock, who's been around for so long, you either like him or you don't. Right. Oh, yeah. So I don't understand nobody. Maybe I'm just getting old. I don't understand nobody in the era watching something that you don't like watching a person you don't like going to a movie to see a star you don't like buying an album that you don't like i don't get it but that's fine yeah i did i didn't and it was it was on all three i saw his take on it though yeah 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 it was on all three but that's you know that's just where it is so yeah i appreciate us appreciate y'all having me back you know, Man. y'all kept me in that closet. So what are you for a talking about? Time. Having me back? I was in the you, closet for a long. Look, they kept me locked up. That's what it is. I didn't pay my taxes. Right, man. <laughs> but nah, man, it was, it's always wonderful to come back. I definitely appreciate. It. Anybody got any work or shout outs they want to give before we close out? I did my first sex scene 
um, on the show. That's how we <laughs> kick off. Boy. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm a little nervous. We won't get too, too into details, but just know that my sock fell off uh, during. <laughs> and it was an interesting moment. But yeah, stay tuned. Is that why the beer got a glow, son? <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. All right, Star. Uh, you don't have a sex scene, but I'm pretty sure you got something. <laughs> um, no, I'm, well, I'm working on some articles that will appear on AURN.com and will probably be out by the time this comes out. Uh, I'm doing a. Kind of like a retrospective of black women in streetwear, the history of us. In, it's called streetwear now, but when a lot of us were coming up, it, it was just how we dress, right? Like if you were into hip hop or lived in a certain urban area. But like we're talking about all the things like Lisa Hilton and how like um, Mary J. Blige, for example, she used to rock the biker shorts with the bras yeah. and ah, yeah. the blazers. Like yeah, that's how dope. We originators. So, that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's coming soon. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to match all my deadlines. So <laughs> you can always hit me up on my Twitter at JR Society, and I'll put my work out there because yeah. I'm just trying to make my deadlines. That part. That's about it. But I appreciate this has been another episode of AURM Podcast. We appreciate you checking in. Find us all on the socials. We're very easy to find. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we ghost. Peace. <laughs>